0: to get a rule,
1: never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule.
2: And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Because we got big dicks.
0: welcome everybody welcome to the ectoplasm show i am josh Hurd. um i am actually trapped in another hotel room as i was just a few days ago um except this time i'm in better company than i was with just myself so no the wife wasn't even there well she was there she just wasn't around i got an email as i've been like begging and pleading for you guys to email and let us know if we're doing a good job and all that fun stuff. Look, it says heard your podcast. You're coming to my neck of the woods in Wisconsin. Bray road is only about 10 miles away from my home. Driven the road often, but have thankfully never encountered the beast. And that's what we are doing right now. We are actually here in Wisconsin We are literally staying in this hotel that is just minutes away from Bray Road. We are hunting the legendary beast of Bray Road. And with me tonight, today or whenever the hell it is that you're listening to this, it's like God knows what time, 1130 at night here. So with us is the cast and crew of Chasing Legends, and I'm going to go over here and I'm going to give the microphone to Nash and let Nash explain to you a little bit about what it is, like explain a little more about this legend of the Beast of Bray Road.
3: All right. Um, okay. So the Beast of Bray Road, it's, it's specifically, it's one specific case in the, the man-wolf, wolf-man- Dogman Legend, and it's what was the first recorded sighting? Was it, she has the '80s? Linda Godfrey does mm-hmm. the '80s. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first recorded sighting that Linda uh, Linda Godfrey, which is wonderful and was nice enough to talk with us. Um, she has her sighting goes back to the you know the 1980s, and she has even farther back into the. Uh,
0: you gotta talk louder. Explain what's fucking happening. Yeah, just explain what's happening. You gotta talk louder, though. Let
3: them know the whole fucking crew. I'm trying. Yeah, and introduce your team and all that. <laughs> you asked me to fucking tell tell about the legend, and you guys are fucking you off. You're doing great. you doing great. Oh, my apologies, ladies and gentlemen.
0: No, no regrets. None
3: whatsoever. Anywho... But um, there is belief that this this specific legend could go back to the Native Americans and possibly even earlier. With uh, it's it's seen, Linda Godfrey has reports basically all over North America, from Canada down even to South America, and all over the country. And she she collects probably one to three sightings a week from all over the country. And so we came out here, um, myself, um, my friend Patrick Meyer, my friend J.C. Yetzer, Josh Hurd, and Connor Hopkins from the Ghost Files came out here to investigate this legend and kind of tell the history of it and kind of see, do our own field investigation to see if we can maybe come across something in one of the areas where it's reported sighted, and, you know, who knows. I love,
0: it. I love it. Now, one thing that I wanted to ask you, though, is what, I don't know, what happens, because I know you, you've already talked to Linda Godfrey, and she was explaining to you that, you know, it's. let's just be honest, it's fucking cold outside okay it's insanely cold we have a zillion layers to put on our bodies before we go out here and do this but what she was saying is you know a lot of sightings aren't necessarily happening during the winter months but there is something else that is going on in that exact same area she said you might run into a fucking bigfoot yeah which scares the shit out of me again, man. So I'm like, what are you doing to me, Nash? Like, this is horrible. Out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Well, I'm out of the comfort zone. <laughs> like, I'm definitely out of the comfort zone. I'm fucking freaked out. So I wanted to ask you though, what what was it that initially got each one of you guys into this whole thing? Ghost hunting, cryptozoology. What was it that got you asking? The tougher questions in life. What started you on this path? Go ahead and start with Patrick. Hi, I'm Patrick. Um
1: and I guess I started on this path. Um I guess I've always just been on it, you know, like I grew up in an old farmhouse. Creepy shit has been happening to me since childhood. So <laughs> that's just where I got my start. Um
3: with me specifically it was um it was more the cryptozoology <coughs> cryptozoology ah, cryptozoological side of it that that interested me the most. I I grew up I grew up review um uh, researching um the Loch Ness Monster and UFOs and Sasquatch and stuff like that. That was That was what it was for me back, you know, just childhood was just reading about all this stuff. And that's, you know, that's what interested me. And then, you know, I didn't get into the, like, the ghost side of the paranormal field until just maybe, like, what, five years ago? Um, Because there was, I didn't really know how to get into it. I didn't know, there was nothing that I watched on television or read in books that showed me enough proof that there could possibly be anything. And... So it was always, you know, cryptozoology for me, and when you know, I I started getting into filmmaking and stuff. I decided, hey, what the hell? Let's you know, let's combine the two passions and put together this show, and and that's you know, that's kind of where it started for me.
2: Hi, uh, I'm JC Yetzer. Uh, I'm the cameraman for Chasing Legends. Um, and for me, uh, for I'm kind of like the exact opposite of Nash. It started for me as ghosts and uh. Eat it, eat it, just eat it all. <laughs> For me, uh, it started off as ghosts, and uh, then recently, within the past two years, it went to cryptozoology, um, because I, you know, I I was wasn't too sure about it. Um, the whole Sasquatch thing, I grew up with it kind of being a joke, and then I kind of looked at it and I was like, this could actually be a thing. And now that we're out here in Elkhorn. Wisconsin and there's a possibility of us running into either a a werewolf or a man wolf so Linda Godfrey doesn't get mad at us. Um or even a sasquatch. Uh that's it, it kinda just gives me butterflies in my stomach. It's and
3: mountain lions. Don't forget the mountain lions.
2: Yeah, don't don't forget mountain lions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mountain lions. Let's add that. Wisconsin also has UFOs. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: UFOs, that's also a thing. Um Wisconsin <laughs> Wisconsin in itself is just fucking strange. Like, they should just when you drive into the state, You're like welcome to Wisconsin. You know, you're gonna have a fucking weird time. Like that should be what it is. It's beer, cheese, crazy Packers fans, and fucking weird paranormal shit. That is Wisconsin. <laughs> that is Wisconsin.
0: We have Connor back here and I mean you guys know Connor Because he's been on like 11 billion of these episodes <laughs> Of the 17 that we've now done But I mean, Connor just got that whole little rant That Nash just did on film And it was It was a, a brilliant moment awesome. That was oh, fucking, fucking brilliant Oh my god That was amazing So <laughs> <laughs> So yeah we had Connor We had Connor Hanging out of the side of a of a minivan today filming B roll and it was freaking amazing. And he got awesome and he got man. awesome shots. Yeah, if, if hanging man, out the side of a minivan. Comment. You wanna make a comment? No, just wait. You can't you gotta come to me. It doesn't go that far. Watch, watch, just let go of the fucking mic. <laughs> I know what I do. <laughs> I I know what I do. <laughs> Look, I know what I do. <laughs> That is an awesome shot. You look like Billy Joe, from Green Day, right there. <laughs> so let me know exactly what it is like. What do you expect from this trip? What do you expect to 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 find from this trip?
3: Honestly, I have no fucking idea. Um, I mean, the story itself is really interesting. Just the whole, you know, the fact of, you know, what we're going after, you know, because what, what, what are the hell, what, you know, what the hell are these fucking people seeing? You know, all of them explain something that's seven to eight feet tall, skinny, looks like, you know, looks like a large wolf and matches all the descriptions of a wolf, but it's on its hind legs, walking upright. And it basically what. You know, and I asked Linda this. I'm like, so it's basically your, you know, day in, day out, what you would expect a werewolf to look like. And she's like, in a way, yes. And.
0: Let me I'm just going to go on record and say this again. Last time I say it, I promise. If I see something like that, seven to eight feet tall, walking towards me, shit, shit in my pants. That's what's going to happen. I'll probably shit all over myself and then we'll call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go sit in the van. I'll go sit in the van and cry with my beshitted pants. Like <laughs> that's what's going to happen. But no, honestly, I want you to get into get into a little bit more about um, about the show itself. What is it about this show that is going to? This no, the this the show in general. What is it about this show that's going to set it apart from everything else that we see? Because we're
3: freaking amazing. That's why. All right. So that's that's one. Okay. Um. What's really gonna set this apart? I guess. I mean, we're. We don't come into these places, and we're not gonna like. We're not gonna edit any of the story for television. We're not going to change anything. We're not gonna make any of the people we talk to change what they, you know, change their experiences to make the story sound, you know, more terrifying and more, you know, surreal. We're going to make, you know, we're all about getting the right story out there. You know, we that's all we've ever focused on since the beginning of this, you know. We we research the hell out of every every case we want to look into. And then when we actually go out and, you know, and shoot and investigate, we you know we don't leave you know no stone unturned. We you know, we we're always looking for everything. Right. And you know we when we shot out at Lake Pepin for our like, you know because there's the reported lake lake monster there. We call it lake creature though because you know why does it have to be a monster? Um, that was what we did. That was all we focused on because monsters and mysteries in America on their moral high horse they decided they were going to take the story change a lot of the actual events that happened a lot of the sightings and make them sound like this thing like this creature was attacking people which it wasn't and you know they even changed a lot of like because there's one photo that steve raymond took you know he owns a local bait shop in lake city he took this photo he didn't want any kind of fame from it, so he wouldn't talk. He, you know he won't talk to any TV stations or anything like that that come out. So they monsters and mysteries in America made up a story of where the photo came from, and it was nothing, anywhere close, to the case. And so you know, so we we get the right story out there. We don't edit any of the story. Like I said, we don't tell them to change their story. We get our facts, and then we get their facts and we present them to you how they are and then we do our own investigation to see if we can find if there's any proof to these stories or if it's by chance it's some kind of misidentification or you know or something you know logical that's basically what we do that's kind of what sets us apart
0: shoot it over to patrick did you have anything to add um
1: yeah uh i think one thing you know that We're also going to try to focus on with the show is not getting stuck into being, you know, strictly ghost hunters. We're going to cover the entire paranormal spectrum from cryptids. I mean, you know, cryptozoology and then the paranormal with ghosts and all that demons and that sort of stuff. Hell
0: yeah. I love it. And it's a great, great show idea and it's going to do well. It's gonna do well. I'll sell it. <laughs> <laughs> now, and that's one thing though. Does or will this show <clears throat> have a home then? Where's its home gonna be? You plug the shit out of that.
3: <laughs> As of right now we're with the uh the ghostfiles.tv is going to pick it up. <laughs> um the ghostfiles TV is going to stream it for us um, directly in the camera when you say it. I did <laughs> um, but we are I am going to once we get this specific episode shot and edited I am going to send it out to some other friends in the field that have connections with television state I told you this television you know they have connections in the you know in the network television world to kind of see if we can get it going anywhere
0: so that's that's kind of our plans of the show. Well then, then the obvious question that's next is after you hunt the Beast of Bray Road and you come up with your, your evidence and things like that, where to next?
3: Um, as of right now, we our next plan isn't until April, which will be investigating the Warden's House Museum in Stillwater, Minnesota. I would like to get Chad Lewis, which is a good friend of mine and a phenomenal researcher and author, which you know I'm sure plenty of you have heard of, and you know seen his books and seen him on TV shows and stuff, and um, trying to get him out and investigate the uh, the Elmwood UFO sightings and Elmwood UFO case that's in Elmwood, Wisconsin, again with Wisconsin. Um, really good case. I suggest you look it up. It's a, you know really, really solid sightings. You know over the last twenty years, even one really solid, you know, really strange abduction case. Even that, and I think we're I, we I want to do that in March here, and then um, sometime in June or even July, sometime this summer when it's warmer, we'd like to go back and reinvestigate the Lake Pepin case and you know d- go into more evidence and like that. Oh, and Connor's telling me we we want to investigate Area Fifty One as well, so
0: that'll that'll be hopefully in season one, but if not season two. So and here's a question then, and this is a question for each of you individually. We're we're gonna start with Patrick on this. I want to know of all the stuff in the paranormal, because like you said, with Chasing Legends, you guys are you're covering it all. You're gonna run the entire gambit. What is the one thing about the paranormal, whether it be a cryptid of some sort or a ghost or a poltergeist or whatever, what scares the shit out of you? Like, that's what I want to know. With me, it's aliens.
1: (laughs) I would have to agree with you on aliens. You know, when you were asking about where we got our start and I just said, you know, my old house. Well, actually, um, I thought about it a little more. And since I was in elementary school, I was the kid checking out the books in the UFO section reading those stories so like yeah i mean aliens getting abducted that would be terrifying yeah.
3: you you even had you had an encounter though
1: talk about that uh yeah i mean i was young so you can question the credibility of this but i had a pair of binoculars and i would just like look up in the sky or look at trees or whatever and uh one day i was outside right in front of my house and I saw something in the sky and I grabbed my binoculars and looked up at it and all I saw was like the porthole on the side of a ship um, and obviously the planes don't look like that you know so I pulled the binoculars away and looked at it with my you know just the naked eye and it was gone just like that oh, <laughs> yeah I didn't really tell anyone for a while about that cuz I was like 8 so yeah, don't blame you at all. Mm. um with me I really don't know
3: how to answer that question I mean a lot of the stuff I've seen that's kind of scared me in the moment I don't know I guess I'm I'm one of those people that like kind of takes the fear and kind of uses it like it, it makes me want to just see basically yeah it makes me want to push myself harder to get to the truth and you know, when I had my shadow figure encounter, when we kind of first started Chasing Legends, you know, we've gone back probably three times now, and every time we've gone back, I've, you know, I've tried some new way to draw this thing back out to see it. And it's and it's usually worked in my favor, not in everyone else's favor that it's gone with, but it's worked in mine specifically.
2: Well, okay, not all the time in yours, because there was the one time with the mist and the fog and...
3: Yeah, but when that happened, I, even when I felt like my stomach was being ripped apart, I was still trying to provoke the fucker. Like, you know, I I didn't stop. I wanted to see it. I didn't just want to feel it. I wanted to see it. Yeah. Um, for
2: me, my, uh, I would have to say lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. No. Um, Actually, uh, I... I'm not gonna lie, the whole werewolf and Sasquatch thing. <laughs> the, if those things are eight, seven, eight, nine feet tall, oh my.
3: <laughs> but you're but you're a stocky motherfucker as it is. I mean, you are tall. So you would fit in right with the family. like they would probably embrace you. Like if you if anyone listening ever gets the ever gets, I'm not going to say honor or pleasure, but if you ever get to meet JC, you will see he is skinny as a twig and he is tall. He is tall. Like he like if this guy put on a ghillie suit, I'd be like, all right, Bigfoot.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. I've seen bigger. Just wait a second. This is what I wanted to say, though. Yes, I I personally think that, yeah that uh you know werewolves and and things like that are 100 percent horse shit but then there's this piece of you while you're out there in the middle of the goddamn woods freezing your balls off and you're you're thinking to yourself what if this thing is real and what if this thing that everybody else has seen is not some form of mass hysteria or anything like that and they're actually seeing this and they have encountered this now what do you do Well, we have a thermal camera and like if we get a blip on that, that's going to freak me out a little bit.
1: Um, One thing about that is like, um, you know, people report these things and, you know, most of the time it gets brushed off as like hysteria or whatever. But really, if you think about it, how many of you go out into the woods like day to day or even like in a week? There's like a gigantic disconnect currently between people living in the cities and people living in the, you know, country. So, I mean, if these things exist and they're, you know, more of a rare, elusive creature, then then then, you know, there's a possibility that they could be out there. Uh,
0: That is like one of the best freaking points I've ever heard in my life. I'm just going to say that right now. (laughs) That was beautiful. And that's that's very true, though, because, like, I live in a small town in Iowa, and, I mean, there's literally maybe a 1,000 people in my town. And, I mean, it's a farming community. But at the same time, I don't go out to the woods. I mean, my brother does all the time, but he hunts, and he does things like that. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing out there. You know what I mean? No way. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's very, very good. Um, Let me see here. Oh and Nash okay you had something to add.
3: Um and what's cuz you you brought up the thermal camera. We do have a flare and what's 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 really going to help us with you know where we're going with the you know the woods really is that you know it's it's the winter time so the trees are dead, you know the, there's no leaves, not necessarily dead but there's no leaves so we're going to be able to you know to kind of see through everything which is going to you know help us getting you know an image on flare even more possible. But that also takes away the possibility, you know, because what Linda Godfrey said is, you know, the month where you know, the month of February, you know, even the winter months, you know, the sightings kind of slowed down a little bit in this area, because you know there's not much cover for them to hide, you know, at least for the man wolf legend. But she says, you know, there, you know, the Sasquatch, you know, possibility is high, you know. She says if you don't see, you know, one of those, there's a possibility of have seen the Sasquatch, and you know, which would, you know, kind of turn. The whole trip around, but it would still be very amazing. Freaking awesome, real
2: quick. Live, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Um, so another thing about this whole Sasquatch um, thing—surprise, Nash didn't bring it up—is a brief connection that is possible to UFOs as well, which (laughs) is interesting. So, um, with with the fact that this could possibly be a uh, with this possibly being a Sasquatch out there that we might be seeing, um, it, yeah, it might get interesting with the fact that Elmwood, Wisconsin, is known to have UFOs.
3: So, because El- Elmwood, Wisconsin, is it 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 classifies itself as one of the UFO hotspots of the world, but there's three there's three towns alone in Wisconsin that classify themselves as that. And one, I think, is even not that far away from here, um, northwise. Southwise. Well, we're we're in southern Wisconsin. So.
0: But what is it then about about Wisconsin? Like that? I mean, what is it about this area then that there's so much going on? What the hell is going on?
3: All right. So here is the here is the real reason why I think. Wisconsin is that um, I don't know. It's it's so it's so dense. It's, you know there's so much wooded area. Yeah. There's so much Native American like culture and history in this state. And you know Iowa has a lot of that as well. Sure. You know I live in Minnesota, and I it's been so tough for me to find good cases in Minnesota other than the Lake Pepin case. <clears throat> so that's why i you know, kind of branched out and started going to Iowa a lot and Wisconsin. And, you know, just, you know, it seems like it's like all these surrounding states around where I live have so much activity with all these different legends. And it's just a, it's just a, it's just a freaking hotbed for me. And it just sucks that there's not enough in my own backyard, at least that I've found so far. And I've done a lot of research. And... But that's, that's honestly my truthful theory is that it's, it's, there's just so much like legend in this state alone and there's just so much allure with the Native American, you know? It's kind of fueling yeah. And, you know, it's, and yeah.
0: But yeah, I do think this is going to be yeah. a very interesting case. I'm looking forward to, you know, obviously seeing the finished product of the, of the episode itself. And if you guys want to learn more about Chasing Legends and things of that nature, what uh, Nash and crew have going on, where can these people go?
3: You can just watch the last podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, I was on the podcast like two podcasts ago. The It was the 15th one. So I should have information on that. Um, but if in case you don't want to you know, go and sit through all that and hear Josh and Connor mumble on about random machete anymore, um, you can... Go. You can like our Facebook page, which is facebook dot com slash the real chasing legends. You can like my Facebook page, which is facebook dot com slash the real nash hoover. Our website is wwwchasing dash legends dash crew dot com. Uh, my Twitter is at nash hoover. My Instagram is nash underscore hoover. Um. Oh, and. Uh, the ghostfiles.tv will have information coming soon on the show as well. So that is where you can find all of our Shias.
0: All of our all of our Shias. Well, this is awesome, and thank you guys very much for taking the time tonight, trapped in the hotel room to, uh, to do this show because it was a lot of fun, and I wish you all, you know, very good luck in in all of the ventures here and if you guys have any questions uh, for the chasing legends crew do uh direct your questions at uh ectoplasm show at gmail.com or uh, we're also the ectoplasm show at twitter uh and also on facebook as well so reach out you guys have been doing amazing reaching out and getting in contact with us nash has one more thing to say watch chasing
3: legends you never know what you might find and the ghost files
0: and don't worry away from evidence chase it that is so amazing anyway you guys do well I hope everybody's doing great we'll talk to you soon thanks bye I make it a
1: rule never to get involved with people more guideline rule.
2: And I know what I saw and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.